that's a difficult situation yeah. that I no doubt God was using for for good in the end. I, I asked her the other day, um, I said, Lauren, what if that those five or six kidney surgeries ended up being the best thing that happened to you? And she's like, Dad. And I'm like, well, there's some truth to that, sure. right? Because who she has becoming is a result of what she went through in those years. Yeah. Well, that was Ben Tages talking about how a difficult season in his daughter's life has led her to the person she is today. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesti, your co-host of Retire Repurposed. Well, on behalf of Ben Tages and myself, we're so thankful that you are joining us here today. Well, on today's show, we continue to talk about what makes you unique. The other day, I saw a video explaining the statistical chances of shuffling a deck of cards the exact same way twice. I mean, it was pretty much ridiculous. The gentleman on this video explained that if you have 100 billion people, which is 10 times as many people that have ever lived on planet Earth, and you had every single one of those people shuffle a deck of cards a billion times a second for like a billion years straight, you would still only get about a 40% chance of seeing the exact order of the cards duplicated. I don't know about you, but that's hard for me to wrap my brain around. But forget about a deck of cards. Think about the complexity of your DNA that's in all of your cells. I mean, I'm no biologist, but the chances of having two of you is exponentially less likely than shuffling a deck of cards exactly the same way twice. Here's my point. You are unique, and you're not only unique, you're insanely unique. Additionally, you have a host of past experiences, many of them good, many of them bad. All of these factors have helped form you into the person that you are today. In this podcast, Ben Tages will explain three important points you must understand about your past experiences as a retiree and how you can use them for the next season in your life. Enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. We are so glad that you are joining us here today on Retire Repurpose. So many podcasts out there, so many options, but we're glad that you are taking time out of your busy schedule and listening to our stuff. We've got a great show on tap for you today. We're going to talk about ways that past experiences have made you uniquely you. We've got a great show, and this is a really, I think, important uh, topic, something probably not talked about uh, amongst the retiree uh, community. So uh, we're going to bring you something very special here today. Just another friendly reminder, we have a Facebook group designed specifically for you. It is called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Look for all the latest and greatest content. I just made a post in there the other day. I post all the podcasts in there. Anytime we mention a book, anytime we mention a quote, anytime we mention a resource, everything gets posted in that Facebook group. So go to facebook.com and search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement to join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Ben Tages joins me on the show here today. And last week, Ben, we talked about, uh, again, something I think probably we don't talk about a lot, especially in the retirement world, but uh, we talked about making your unique song sing to the world. We talked about your personality and how special uh, not only every human being on earth is, but how special retirees are in a day and age like today. 
Yeah, Jared, I think um, something that, you know, make sure people heard from the episode is it's the song that God put in you, right? It's, it's, he created you the way you are. And I think when you look at your life and you, and you look at the way you've handled certain situations, um, I know you talked a little bit about, you yeah. know, being, um, not necessarily, uh, you know, just lack of patience at times. Mm-hmm. And I've had things in my own life. I'm like, man, um, I'm working on being better. Um, but it is part of who I am, you yep. know, and how I was created. So, um, I think just taking an inventory is very, very important for people at any age, whether they're retired, going to be retired or they're in their twenties or thirties. Uh, that's an important thing to do. Understand, um, how God made you, what personality traits you have. Um, it also helps you to, you know, learn to, you know, how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also important. Yeah, Ben, on last week's show, I talked about how I took a personality test and it showed shockingly that I'm not a real patient person. And uh, when the young lady was walking me through the results on the phone, I kind of rebuttaled and said, well, I feel like I'm becoming more patient the older I get. And she reminded me, she's like, Jared, but this is just who you are. It's who it's who you were created to be. You may be a, a work in progress, so to speak. You may be trying to work on different uh, elements of your character, but the reality is, is that you're just wired who you are. And uh, like I said on last week's show, that kind of gave me a level of acceptance of myself that I probably have never really um, experienced up to this point. And uh, again, I, I think that, especially in the Christian world, you know, yes, are we perfect? Uh, no, we're not perfect. Uh, are we a work in progress? Yes, always. Um, but that doesn't mean that, um, you, that you're broken or there's something wrong with you. And I think that uh, people like me, especially, can take can take that maybe out of context. And that's not what we want to what we want to send to people in retiration. Feel that way about themselves either. No, sometimes we're way too hard on ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's what people need to realize is um, God made you who you are, and um, you're going to go through hard things. We're talking about experiences today. Yeah, um, you're going to um, come through. You know things differently and it's based on you know how he made you um jared i've, I've shared this before on the on the show but at a time in my life i i had some depression i mean i was just man and, and i can remember sitting with my uh my counselor and saying like I, I just i shouldn't feel this way i can't believe i do because i've got everything going for me you know i've got this and this and that and um the business is going good and everything and and i remember saying don't apologize for how you feel. You feel the way you feel. That's just how it is. Okay. So let's get past that. And whether that be a, a retiree or somebody that we're talking to today, that's just hearing this, that's in a spot that they're like, Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel this way, or I shouldn't be, be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, you are who you are. Um, you know, and, and what's important is, Hey, we're work in progress. We're trying to get better and you got to be accepting yeah. of, of that. A lot of people ask me what personality test I took. I actually took the culture index survey, uh, or CIS for short. I highly recommend it. I'll put a link by the way, in the Facebook page. So another reason to go to the private Facebook page and join that. But yeah, I, I again, whether, whether you've gone through tough times, hard times, difficult times, um, they all interact with our personality and that's what we're going to kind of get into today, uh, along with our past experiences. But again, if you missed last week's show, go back, check it out. Go to your favorite podcasting platform. We're on iTunes. That's the easiest way to find us. We're also on uh, YouTube as well. So again, search Retire Repurpose on all your favorite podcasting platforms and go check out that episode. That's a really important one. So today we're talking about ways your past experiences have made you uniquely you. I always come back to, you know, is it nature or is it nurture? How are we the way that we are? Ben, how would you describe that? 
well, it's both, right? I mean, we're talking DNA, you know, that's part of, you know, how God created us, but um, certainly shaping us into, you know, who we are is our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether those be good ones or bad ones or just impactful times in our life. And I oftentimes look, you know, back about as far as I can remember, because I think, you know, we're, we're being, I think those early memories are the ones that sometimes are the strongest, mm-hmm. um, specifically if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and on beyond, if there's something that you remember really distinctly from when you were in, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, and it was a, it was a big thing, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, there's a reason you're remembering it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that it's, it's important to kind of go back and analyze some of those things. And uh, we're going to really kind of dive into that uh, uh, on today's show. Um, the first point that I really want to bring to people's attention is that you have to understand that your journey um, is what makes you unique. And I think that we're, 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 you know, we're kind of re- regressing a couple of shows. Everybody is unique. There's a reason why you're on planet Earth. There's no one else like you. One way that you are unique uh, is because of the journey that you're on. Um, you know, I, I we're both parents, and Ben. By the way, this is a big day for you because your oldest just turned eighteen, and uh, you're actually a little younger than me. And I just have a newborn at home, so me and you are like the same age, <laughs> but on different ends of the spectrum. But you know, just talk about the journey of of watching children grow up, uh, and 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 now you are literally on the threshold of watching one of your children, you know, cross the threshold into adulthood. Talk about how that has has felt and how you've kind of been able to navigate through that journey. Wow, you, you want to see me cry today or what? Man, I haven't had a good cry in a while. But no, it's been uh, it's a big day. You know, I'm excited for her, and I think um, one thing that stands out to me in her journey was her her first memories. She shared this a number a number of times with people. It's just my earliest memories are in and out of the hospital, and I can remember coming out of the hospital and my mom and dad saying things like, God is healing you. God's using, you know, that nurse, um, that doctor to heal you. God is doing something really great in your life. And and she's hearing that meanwhile in pain. I mean, there were times when we were, um, you know, she had so many kidney problems. Um, there was a time when we were told by one of her doctors, like your daughter for the last day or two has been feeling the most like more extreme pain mm-hmm. than kidney stones and she's this little three four year old and even before that when right. she was a newborn she couldn't explain to us you know the pain but we knew that it was there and uh, that being part of her journey 18 years I mean the first five or six a lot of them were oh man we've got uh, we've got this kidney condition and we've got to deal with it mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of tough tough times. Um, now, you know, fast forward 18 years later and she is, she wants to be in medicine. Uh, she wants to be a a, a doctor. She's planning on going to Liberty uh, next year. Um, great college and, and just continuing to learn about Mm -hmm. how she can make a difference for other people. And that's a difficult situation that I no doubt God was using for for good in the end. I, I asked her the other day, um, I said, Lauren, what if that those five or six kidney surgeries ended up being the best thing that happened to you? And she's like, dad. And I'm like, well, there's some truth to that, sure. right? Because who she has becoming is a result of what she went through in those years. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. And man, it's, it's so hard to see that. Um, when you're in it and, you know, if, if you've lived on planet earth for more than, you know, five minutes, you understand that like, you know, um, you know, past vision is 2020 looking in the past. It's so easy to see that, but it's fun to, it's fun to look back and try to 
uh, connect those dots. Um, I've found out as a parent, uh, I have been able to, especially the more children that I have now, I've just had my fourth recently, but you understand that that they have a story, they have a journey, you know, we are here to steward them. They're like little gifts. They're, they're ultimately, you know, not our kids at the end of the day. And, uh, there've been many times where, uh, my wife and I have looked at each other and, you know, you see your kids, you know, acting a certain way or behaving a certain way that maybe isn't, uh, exactly the way you want them to. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they are who they are. Um, we're here, we're, we're going to parent them. We're going to steer them as best that we can. Um, but they're on their own journey. And, and I realized just too, how much different all of my kids are. They are insanely different. And, uh, some of them are like me in a lot of ways. And many of them are different than me in a lot of ways. And, uh, I've had to just let go. And I think that's kind of where faith comes into play where it's like, I, I just understand, even though they're under my care, um, they're, they're on a journey, uh, they're on their own journey and it's going to look a lot different than mine. It may be different uh, than what I want, you know, so to speak in some ways, but that's okay because the journey is really how we, how, how we find ourselves and come into, come into being how God created us. Yeah. And sometimes the journey brings uh, them and you as a parent closer to him, yeah. right? I mean, there's been times I may mean, going back to Lauren's story when she was a baby. Uh, I was, I've never been as close to God than in those darkest times. I remember sitting in, uh, the, it was midnight after midnight, 2am type time. And I, and I went to the little cafeteria and just, I can remember just sitting over my Bible weeping and I looked up and there was a lady in the corner and I was like, Oh, I didn't know you were there. I'm sorry. And she said, no, that, that was, um, very encouraging just to see you, you know, just praying over your Bible and your daughter. And I, I just, um, Incredibly difficult times um, are, are what sometimes bring us closer to um, to God, and I think uh, I think there's a quote. I think it's C.S. Lewis. He says something like, um, "You know, the enemy only has really two um, two weapons at his disposal: it's pain and pleasure." Hmm. And um, you know, he, he will either give you so much pain that it will draw you closer to God or give you too much pleasure that will pull you away from him. It's something along, it's not an exact quote at all. Yeah. I'm going straight memory there, but I, I, I've i used that quote and thought of that from from this example. And, and I've also seen that play out in, in the, the best of best times in my own life yeah. where, oh, I don't need God as much and I'm kind of on my own here. I've got this. Mm-hmm. Soon enough, yeah. I, I realize I did need him, but I, I think those are that's important that we look at each positive and negative uh, experience and say, God, what are what should I be learning from this yeah. uh, about myself and about um, the people that are in my life? Yeah, I think that's a great filter to look at life through and kind of understand that. So before we move on to the next point, you know, again, challenge uh, our listeners uh, to think about that. You know, think about your journey and uh, contemplate, pray about it, meditate about it. You know, how has your journey uh, made you unique? And again, I just look at how. You know, people look at retirement as kind of an ending. You know, this is a this is kind of now the the ending portion. It's like, no, this is this is now can, can be a new beginning where you really understand more of who you are. So I think that that's a really important part uh, of today's show and this whole journey in itself. Uh, the next point we want to make here today is. Hi everyone! If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Understand the connection between your past experiences and your current self. You've kind of touched on it a little bit here today, Ben, but I mean, the reality is, is that you are unique, everybody listening, and your past experiences, even the bad ones, have gotten you here to where you are today. Yeah, as long as you reflect on them, right? As long as you're looking at those experiences and say, okay, this is what I learned from them. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, no, no doubt they've formed you and made you who you are, but I think it's most valuable when you do reflect. And um, this happened for me, Jared, um, about 10 years ago, give or take. Um, I was kind of at a standstill in our business here and, and things were um, going fine, but they weren't growing. And, and I was very, very content in that. I was happy, but yet something started pulling at me that we needed to do more. Um, we needed to grow. We needed to um, make sure that we weren't just, and I always tell people, I wasn't just helping rich people get richer. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a um, something inside me said, no, God, you have more for me than, than this. And um, started through this uh, leadership training, a guy named uh, Mark Dieterding. He authored Leading Jesus' Way, a phenomenal book. Um, he was kind of mentored by Ken Blanchard, that name might be more familiar to people, but Ken Blanchard had this, um, he kind of coined this leadership point of view thing. He's, he really wanted people to dig deeper into how they look at leadership and why they look at leadership the way they do. Hmm. And for me, you know, it came back to the story I've told many, many times, but when I was in third grade, I think third, fourth grade, um, I, I had, I think what at that time was the best of, of life. I mean, I spent Every day I'd wake up and I'd go out on a little dirt bike that was a hand-me-down relic, this old, the seats were torn, it was all dented up, one very nice. And I would go around, I'd cruise around, the, I'd do a little bit of chores, and then I'd spend the rest of the day just driving around on this thing with my brother. We'd, we'd you know, be able to really enjoy our summers. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that summer, I can remember at some point I started to look at my buddy's dirt bikes because mm-hmm. they were new. Yep. They were nicer and I was getting a little jealousy. And I talked my dad into buying me, um, or not buying me, but allowing me to buy. He kind of did buy it for me. He yep. was the bank. But I took out a note, a loan with my father to, to really trade this in for a brand new dirt bike. And what followed was, you know, two years, two summers of, you know, paying off $500 the first summer I had it. And then $500 the next summer I had that new dirt bike. And I really never got a chance to enjoy what I thought was going to make me happy. I never got to enjoy the, this little dirt bike because I was too busy working mm-hmm. to pay it off. Yeah. And I remember when, when I started talking with, with Mark about that and he said, Ben, that's part of your story. That's why you do what you do today. I've Absolutely. no doubt. Yeah. And, and then it became, yeah, this is part of um, how I should look at my business. And we kind of, you know, tied a, a verse around my business. And I, I kept thinking about first Timothy six, six through eight, where really, um, it, it talks about the Bible talks about that true godliness with contentment 
is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world. We can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. And that became for me kind of the verse of, okay, as I meet with clients, I help them steward, help them see that at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. and we've talked about this before too, when you're potentially in the nursing home, I had a good client of mine tell me this, you know, when when my husband was in in the last days, he had his comfortable uh, slippers and his television, he was very comfortable, but he had the people around him that were important. That was what mattered. So again, that event, and as I look back at that, that shaped me and formed me into who I am today. Yes, there was DNA and decision-making and my attention to detail and how I just love helping people. But then it was that moment where I said, no, um, Ben, you have to look at your business differently. Mm -hmm. And that was a really a, a big moment in what we do to really flip the switch to say, okay, let's now, instead of look at just managing assets, let's help people steward. And, and that's when things really took off. That, that's pretty much the foundation of the financial business that, uh, that, that, we, that we operate. And, and again, it goes back to a, a past experience that you had um, long ago. And it was really interesting how um, hearing your story tie into that. But it took somebody else kind of helping pull that together and, and tie those, you know, those events together to kind of get you where you are today. You bring up just a really good point. That's a, that's a great example. But oftentimes when we coach people or, or help people with this, uh, we will run them through an exercise and we'll ask them, what's a core value that you have right now? Like just name a core value. An example could be, you know, trust or contentment, honor. contentment. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, psychology actually says that your core values are formed between a very slim sliver of time when you're a child, usually between the ages of like nine to 13. So again, like third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And so we'll ask people who was there. So back then think about who was, who was around you, who was kind of the the driving force, who was, who was the person that, what was an influencer, um, with you during that specific time. And then we ask this question, was that person, uh, a beacon or were they a foghorn? Meaning were they, uh, a great example of that characteristic? Um, were they someone who exemplified that characteristic or were they a foghorn? Were they a buzzer? Uh, were there, or, or, or was they, you know, were they like someone who's, who said, don't do it this way? Oftentimes people are able to connect the dots between that simple exercise and some of the things that they not only believe today, but as a foundational groundwork by which they operate and do business. And your dirt bike story is a great example of that. 100% Jared. And to follow it up, I mean, who was there? My dad, you know, my dad and my mom, but, but I I remember specifically my dad. Um, yes, he gave me the loan, Mm -hmm. um, but he encouraged me to pay it off quickly. And, and he also didn't, I, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I had very little time to enjoy that thing that was, you know, consuming me, uh, because I was working too hard to pay it off. And I can remember there were statements. I, I'll never forget. We had an old Ford F-150 truck that you could literally see through the floorboards on watch the gravel beneath you as you drove down the road. Mm-hmm. And there was a comment he made one time. Uh, he, he was, we were looking at another vehicle that came by. It was a nice shiny truck. And he said, well, Ben. And I said, oh, man, Dad, we should have a truck like that. And he said, well, I got to tell you, son, the, the smile on his face is no bigger than the smile on yours. And I remember it. So yeah, classic dad line, right? I've used it now. Um, but the truth was, is my smile, cause I had that dirt bike was actually smaller 
the, the reality of it is their smile may have been smaller than ours. And I think that was the point that I was getting. So was my dad a beacon or a fog or a hundred percent of beacon? He was like, you, he was reaffirming me in, in what I was learning there. And it made a huge difference. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with things. I mean, I have now I have two homes and we've got everything we possibly need and, and no debt and, and things are, are great. However, mm-hmm. those things don't own me. The key there is there's no debt. Right. We're able to enjoy and, and, um, God's given a lot of blessing. And I think the fun part is, is being able to use that blessing now and say, okay, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, let's enjoy these times. It, it, it isn't the second home or the cabin. It's the memories within them. Yeah. It isn't the car. It isn't the, whatever it is that own you. Some of the wealthiest people I know, Jared, are some of the most content people. It's interesting. Yeah. And on the flip side, some of the poorest people I've ever met have also been the most content. You know, my, right, my right. trips out to Haiti and you know, you know, that story. I mean, um, my time out there has shown me, man, their smiles many times were bigger than some of us that you would think sure. have everything. And they have the ba- as long as their basic health needs are met, mm-hmm. some of them end up being happier than Americans. I, I'd, I'd encourage our listeners to go through that little mental exercise because I think it's really, it, it's really uh, not only beneficial, I just think it's very, um, revealing as to where you are. And if you've, if you've kind of gone down that road to look into your past, um, try to connect those dots. And I, I think that leads us really well into our final point. We've got about a minute left, Ben. Talk, talk, through us, talk through this last point where, you know, again, where you are today, you are unique and you're powerful and you're here for a reason. And a lot of your past has shaped you. Talk through that. Well, I think people need to embrace good and bad experiences, right? And, and sometimes just ones that are indifferent. They're not good or bad. They're just something that sh- that you remember mm-hmm. um, that, that keeps coming back to you. I think it's important that um, we embrace them and reflect on, on what they taught us and spend some time specifically coming into retirement. It's okay, I've got a, I've got a whole career of good and bad. I've, got, I've raised family. I've raised... Um, you know, children, and and what did what did I learn about myself, my spouse, and 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 what else is next? I think sure. that's so exciting when we can combine what makes us unique, our our past experiences, and then say, okay, God, how will you use both of those to glorify your name in my retirement? Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.